Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. at the National Archives and Beyond Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Bernice Alexander Bennett, and I'd like to welcome you to this special live reenactment, Stories on the Way to Sandy Spring. From the auction block and the dangers of the Underground Railroad, two brave women and one child escaped the bonds of slavery. The Religious Society of Friends, or Quakers, founded Sandy Spring, Maryland in 1724. This area became a prosperous farming community. The Maryland Quakers outlawed the owning of slaves in 1776, although slavery was not abolished in Maryland until 1864. In Sandy Spring, Former slaves owned their homes, organized churches and schools, in spite of the fact that slave catchers stalked the fields and woods. Many Quakers and former slaves provided assistance to escaping slaves by way of the secret Underground Railroad. Located in Sandy Spring, Maryland, the theater ministry of the Olive Branch Community Church developed Stories on the Way to Silk Sandy Spring in honor of the 2011 observance for Maryland Emancipation Day. This vignette, based on three fictional characters, was written by Savonia Sims and directed by Adam Sims. Like those in the stories, many escaped to freedom found gainful employment and higher education. We must never forget their courage, fortitude, and ingenuity. Despite the dangers on the road to freedom, they were guided by their faith in God and vision for a better life. So let's listen in 
as we hear what happened to these two brave women and one child. Not too far from here is a small town called Sandy Spring, Maryland. What you may not know is that Sandy Spring was a stop on the Underground Railroad. You see, my name is Claire, and what you will hear next are stories on the way to Sandy Spring. You'll hear from my good friend, Miss Painter, and from my baby, Sable. So hard. You see, we weren't born in Sandy Spring. God guided us there. We were born slaves in North Carolina. How we ended up here is a long story, which we'll tell you. I ran away from the Goss Plantation almost five years ago and ended up in Sandy Spring. Being there changed my whole life for the better. I am now a free woman. I like the sound of that. A free woman. Thank the Lord. We are now all free based on the emancipation. And oh, what a day that was. It's wonderful, that community. There are people of color who own property and work for a living. Some bought their freedom. People who were once slaves actually are getting paid to work. And me, I'm a teacher. Miss Painter is a cook in a cafe. And my sable is going to school. It wasn't always this way, though. Carolina sky, and the clouds was low. They was dark. Seemed like they was hanging right over that auction block. Me and my baby Sable stood there. The old master stared at us. Right then, I didn't care what happened to me, but my baby, she was only eight years old. I wanted her to be free one day, to breathe freedom's air. They put more slaves on the block. They cried and, and screamed because their families was being separated. Sable was scared. She started crying, and I said, Baby, the Lord's going to watch over us. She said, How come the Lord won't free us? I said, He will. Someday we're going to be free. The sky got darker and darker. i never seen it this dark before. People were hollering loud. One man tried to run and, and got hit with a big whip. He fell to his knees. He was bleeding. And my baby cried. She was so scared. I pulled her closer and closer to me, but she kept crying. I said, hush, baby, hush. This woman was looking at us. I heard her say, Papa, I want her for one of our house servants. The old man next to her say, $300. Somebody else say, $400. Say, $1,000. The auction man said, sold. 
The auction man pulled me and my baby hung on. They separated us. I screamed, no, no. They pushed Sable down. I tried to pull away, but, but they were too strong. A slave woman said to me, my name's Hana. I take care of her. Don't worry. I'll be at the Boone Plantation. Somebody smacked her across the face. I said, baby, I'm coming. I'm coming. The woman and man took me away in a fancy carriage. I looked out the window, and the sky grew darker and darker. The thunder seemed to make the earth shake. My name is Tana. This is my story. September 8th, the Carolina auction block changed my life forever. Master Boone took me with him to get some more house slaves. He done made the big house bigger. So I guess he figured he needed more slaves. I don't know why. But he seemed to like what I say about some things, although I his slave. I tell them, we need a lot of house slaves because the party season not too far off. Truth is, I just want to make life better for them slaves on the block, if I can. The Boone say, we can take three. I saw this tall slave woman with a small child hanging on to her. I tell Master Boone, we need to buy them. He say, all right, but we can't take no children. I say, but she can help out in the kitchen. He say, no, we ain't buying no children. I say, we not supposed to separate families on the block. He say, we can do whatever we want. I thinks to myself, maybe you can, but I sure can't. He said, I think I like the mama. She'll make a good server at my parties. Governor's coming this year. I said, we can't take a mama from her child. It ain't Christian. God ain't going to like that. Now, Master Boone, getting on in years, anytime I says anything about what God don't like, he quick to listen. He said, you right, God wants children and mamas to stay together. Pick somebody else. Some people bought that mama for $1,000, but they didn't take the child. She was crying and crying. The mama was screaming. It got real dark. I've seen this happen before on the block, but this time, it was pitiful. I said to Master Boone, God don't like what done happened here today. He's going to strike somebody down for this. 
You can't leave a child on the block by herself. You're right. He paid $200. Then he said, she yours. You make her mine and you beat her. I said, yes, sir. Then I yelled out to that mama, my name Tana. I take care of her. I be at the Boone Plantation. Just then, that old auction man hit me across my face. Master Boone didn't say a word. I grabbed that child by her hand, and I said real soft, Baby, it's going to be all right, because one day I'm going to take you to your mama. I said, Baby, what's your name? She's still crying. She said, My name is Sable. And that was two years ago. I loved little Sable. She's a smart little girl. She can read and write. That's right. I say she can read and write. I ain't never seen no slave child who can read and write. One day I say, Sable, how you learn how to read and write? She said, My mama taught me. I said, Your mama is one special woman. Little Sable, she's 10 years old now. One day she say, I'm going to teach you how to spell your name. Well, how do you spell Tana? She say, T-A-Y-N-A-H. Tana. I say it again. I love that little girl. The next time the slaves run, I'm going. Because Sable was meant to do something good with her life. She wasn't meant to be no slave. My name is Sable, and this is my story, December 1860. I had been away from my mama Claire almost two years. I didn't know where she is. Every day I missed her. She always said we slaves would be free someday. I prayed every night. Lord, please take care of mama Claire, and I hope he is. That day on the auction block was bad. I couldn't stop crying. I didn't understand why the Lord does what he does. They took my mama, but the Lord gave me Miss Tana. She took good care of me and went wherever she went. Most of the time, we were in the kitchen working. One day, I dropped Master Boone's biscuit. He got up and was like a big, tall tree over me. He raised his hand, getting ready to hit me. 
I didn't know what to do. He's so big and tall, and he's so little. This painter said, Now you know the Lord said take care of the little children, because to get into heaven, you got to become like a little child. Miss painter is smart, because she knows Master Boone don't want the Lord to be mad at him. He sat back down. I thought to myself, I hope Miss Taina knows a lot more about the good book, because I'm always dropping something. I didn't like being a slave. One day, Master Boone's grandchildren came by. They was outside playing. I wanted to go, but they wouldn't play with no slave anyhow, and I had to help Miss Taina cook anyway. It seemed like we were always cooking chicken, ham, cakes, pie, and bacon. One day, I got a bad burn from the bacon grease. I don't like cooking. One day, I want to be a doctor, or a lawyer, or a teacher, like the people who visited Master Boone. Miss Taina takes books from the big house and gives them to me so that I can read with Master Boone not looking. Last week, she gave me a doll she found outside. It didn't have no arms, and one leg was missing. I'm glad we're free now. Me, my mama, Miss Taina. My heart ached for my baby Sable. I prayed every night. Lord, if you can hear me, please help me find my Sable. I said this prayer every night. The Goss family brought me to their plantation. I was Missy Goss' house servant. I washed, pressed, and folded the clothes and picked up after her too. Missy Goss seemed to be a bit mixed up in heads. Because one day, 
She said we could be sisters. I said, I am your slave. I can never be your sister. I said, do you want to wash clothes till your hands ache? Do you want to be beat? After I asked her that, she never talked about us being sisters again. Every time old Master Garth took Missy somewhere, she took me. I liked going to the Blake Plantation, because when Missy and Master not watching, I talked to the other slaves. The masters didn't want us slaves talking to each other, so I was real careful not to get caught. The slaves at the Blake Plantation were always up to something. I got to ask about the Boone Plantation, where it is, and if anybody knew Tana. Nobody knew nothing. Some of them slaves talked about Moses coming to get them. These slaves at the Blake Plantation were smart. They use signs to let each other know when it's time to head to freedom. If people put out the drunkard's path quilt, this meant the slaves needed to travel in the zigzag way as to trip up who might be following them. When they said Moses was coming the next day, I made up my mind to run. I could smell freedom. The good book says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. I left the Garth plantation and didn't look back because I was going to be free and find my baby. Me and two other slaves started our journey. We heard dogs and then a gunshot. My heart was beating so fast. It was raining. Lord, please don't let them catch us. Please, Lord, got to be free so I can come back and get my baby stable. The dogs must have lost our scent. We kept on walking for days and days. We ate berries mostly. Whenever we saw a house with a light in the window, that'd be a signal. They let us in and we got food. We walked almost a month. One day, we ended up in this place called Sandy Springs. This nice lady, Miss Porter, hit us. I love Miss Porter. She's a Quaker lady. She asked me if I wanted to stay in Sandy Springs. I told her about my baby, Sable. And she said she would try to find my baby and buy her. And that I could work and buy my own freedom. This was the first time in my whole life that I had hope. I say thank you, God bringing me to Sandy Springs. October 1861. I heard the slaves singing, Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. This be a signal that Moses coming. Master Boone turned in early. All we had to worry about is them old overseers who always watched out to see if we slaves going to run away. When it got real dark, 
I grabbed Sable, and we ran along with two other slaves. We walked for about two miles, and then we see Moses waiting for us in the bushes. She be a small woman, but she knew what she doing. We followed the drinking gourd in the sky, hid in the daytime, and traveled at night. Sometimes we heard gunshots and dogs off, but Moses kept us on our path. Sable was scared every time she heard the dog. Truth is, I was scared too, because slave catchers and bounty hunters makes a living finding runaways. We were on the road for weeks. Whenever we saw a light in the window, that'd be a signal that it was safe to go to that house. One night, we come to this place Moses say is Sandy Springs. A little lady opened the door and led us to her cellar. There, we found food and clean clothes. Sable is so glad. The next day, Moses say, it'd be time to start out again. Just as we is leaving, I see this tall woman with her back turned. Sable stops, I stop. When the woman turns around, Sable say, Mama, Mama! Sable, oh, Lord, Sable, my baby. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. This got to be the happiest day of my life, Lord. Thank you for this place. Thank you for Sandy Springs. everyone for tuning in to this special live reenactment and hope that you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much. Well, please join me. I want everyone to please It's always hard to control some of these shows when you're doing a rebroadcast, but I'd like all of you to please join me on Saturday because this is going to be a special uh, pre-recorded show that I'm doing with Robin Smith. And what we will be discussing is uh, those artificial 
brick walls. Now, Robin has been researching her family and others for 17 years. And I will post an article that she wrote on artificial brick walls. And I hope that you all will call in, just join in the conversation, because we're going to just spend some time on Saturday at 6 o'clock p.m. to discuss those artificial brick walls. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and I look forward to you joining me on Saturday And also remember, I will have a broadcast also on next Thursday with John F. Baker. So I'll say more about that uh, as we get closer to the show. But thank you again for tuning in, and have a wonderful evening. Good night. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.